guys, I'm Marissa and I'm a happy-go-lucky ray of freaking sunshine. And this is my podcast, Sun Happens. I'm just a gal who fell in love with positivity and personal growth. Even more than that, I'm committed to becoming the best version of myself and empowering others to do the same. Join me every other Monday and let me help you shine a little brighter. Remember, sun happens. When you can't find it, create it. Hi, friends. I started really loud. I'm sorry, but welcome back to Sun Happens Podcast, where the sunshine is. (laughs) I'm so dumb. Um, I'm not dumb. I'm hilarious. So anyways, today's episode is about triggers. So um, look at Thatcher right now. He's such an attention whore. I love it. I want my back, rub my belly. Just love me. I'm like a hippo, mom. I can kill, but I'm also sweet. Oh, he got mad. I was making fun of him. He's walking away, fam. <laughs> so anyways, um, triggers, right? What triggers you? And and the what, the who, and the why of this episode. Um, what's the what of this episode? Like, Can you define triggers or should we Google it? I mean, I can define it. Define it. You can d- Google it if you would like. Can we Either do both? Way. Can we sure. do both? Let's All right, define it. it how you would define it. A trigger, when something happens that you weren't expecting and you get irritated or you feel some type of way about something is the easiest way for me to describe it. Yeah, like that's like simplest for people to understand. Okay. So something that causes an event or a situation to happen or exist. So the example they give is an, an allergy can be triggered by stress or overwork mm-hmm. or whatever. That's like a simple one. But mm-hmm. like, um, I wonder if they have more examples. When something happens that. <sighs> of an event aunt. or situation that can cause someone to do something. Mm. So the death of Helen's father triggered her to follow a childhood dream to become a falconer. That's what it says. Um especially of something read, seen, or heard, distress, typically as a result of arousing feelings or memories associated with a particular traumatic experience. That's That's good. That's the one. So when someone does something to you today that takes you back to a traumatic or some kind of thing back from your childhood um, and you kind of revert back to the behaviors of your childhood and the way that you react to these triggers that are current triggers but are based on like a traumatic event. Ding, right? ding, ding. There we go. Um, and so this episode, um, and this is Tana's words, not mine, but is kind of how to navigate through your triggers all the way from the cue um, to the behavior. But going back even further of that, going back to your the traumatic event and being able to outline why it is you feel a certain way or whatever. Um, and like going back to the root of, of the trigger and how you react to your triggers. Um, who is this episode for? <laughs> Literally anyone who gets triggered, which I keep saying the hashtag triggered, um, just like in, I don't, I don't know if it's like a meme or just a hashtag in my head where it's like, I have no idea. Everyone that gets triggered these days because everything's a big deal and everyone's just so mad about everything. And, we and just, everybody's so sensitive. Yeah. It's like, why are you so triggered by like the simplest of stuff? Or like just the simple fact of someone disagreeing with you. People are like, how 
dare you? You should die. And you're like, okay, all right. And so um, we're all supposed to think the same and, you know, have the same belief systems yeah. and have the same thought process and how boring would life be? Yeah, we're all different. And if people's differences trigger you, then this episode is for you. Um, mm. But basically, we all get triggered by something. Um, and then why does trigger management matter? Um, and I think we, you know, if you want to level up, and this is... Sorry if you guys hear my dogs clacking nails. Um, But if you want to level up, right, and you want to become the best version of yourself, then you can't always control what happens in your life. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) You can't always control what happens in your life. You get to, (laughs) Thatcher's trying to get in Marissa's lap right now. But you can't always control what happens in your life, right? But you can control the way you respond to things. And that's where we're getting with this episode. Marissa's preoccupied at the moment. Well, my dog just went crazy. Like, and Thatcher has his moments when he goes really crazy, but I just <laughs> look at him now. He's I know. Like looking over like he's a child in a corner who just got in trouble. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, right? And it's kind of what Montana was saying. You can't control what people do to you. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond. Um, and you can be intentional about um, how it is you would like to respond to certain things so that you, um, when the situation arises, right, it is something that you can take your power back, right? And you can be in control of the situation in a sense. Like, you know, we don't have control, but we can always respond um, either unhealthily or we can respond healthily so i don't know and then something that i think we're going to discuss at least a little bit um is replacing your unhealthy behaviors with a healthy response right because mm-hmm. there you have to respond in some way and maybe the healthy response is no response but that still requires action and intentionality on your part um so with that um we're gonna go into our icebreaker um which oh yeah i remember what it is um would you rather be able to talk and understand all animals or understand every foreign language, talk and speak every foreign language? It's really hard. I think I would, I think language. I think language because, you know, language is so, it's so different in every, in every, in every language, language is different, but it's all the same, right? And if we can get, this goes back to our mission, right? If I can understand you better, I want to. Mm. I selfishly want to be able to talk to the animals, though. Right. Like, in my heart of hearts, like, I know, like, I, like, like, I literally was thinking that. I'm like, okay, I can't tell people about God. I can't tell people about my mission if I can't speak to people, um, but also talking to animals. <laughs> like, animals God, can't people. I just save animals? <laughs> so it's like, yes, people come first. And so, like, the, the really, like, smart Marissa who cares is, like, people. But selfishly, I'm like, no. Animals. I want to I go talk to hippos and see, like, how awful they are. Or maybe they're, like, nice in their head. and be like, I didn't mean to kill you when I ran over you. You know what I mean? <laughs> It was purely an accident. I'm really not the meanest animal in the wild. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. I do know. I do know. It's messed up. Like, why do we have to choose? Like, neither one's actually an option to us. Well, technically, we could learn all the languages if we wanted to. Okay. That's the more realistic option. It'd be really hard, but it could be done. Could be done. This guy I used to work with, he spoke 11 languages fluently. 
Oh, that's nice. It was so cool. I was like, dude, you're interesting. Yeah. Keep talking. Just switch up the languages. Yeah. And I'll try and figure out what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm going to catch on. <laughs> what if he could, though? And he was like, hello, me amo es Connor es whatever other language. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he could. Um, okay, so let's talk about triggers. So let's just real quick for the people redefine what a trigger is. So yeah, it's just something that happens that makes you feel some kind of way in simplest terms, right? Like whether you feel something happens, whether somebody did something to you intentionally or not, they make you feel something. And it's usually something that you felt previously. It's usually something that you felt in your childhood and you've responded the same way. And it's negative emotions. Yeah. Um, And then it cued in action, right? So it's like trigger, memories, action. Mm -hmm. So the goal of this is to figure out why and where and what it all came from so that we can control our actions better and kind of take our power back um but you wanted to say this first point so i'm gonna how about i just turn my notes around yeah, to you because like, you can't have read three, upside down yeah you have three points you kind of want to go through and then the last thing i just want to make sure is yeah to show them how okay. to switch that that action behavior to something more healthy yeah so the first thing that i want to say is anytime someone triggers you it's an opportunity for growth we simply get the chance to grow. Mm, yeah. And if we can look at, you know, someone making us angry or someone rubbing us the wrong way, it's a it's a part of us that needs to be healed within us. Mm. It has nothing to do with the person that said this thing. It has nothing to do with the person that made us angry. It simply gets to all be about us. Right, but like um, here's the problem with that thinking is that um, I'm not allowed to blame anyone else. And it's a... I like to blame other people when I'm mad, right? I like to take my finger and be like, well, if Patrick just hadn't yelled at me, then I would have never done this. Or if the person at work didn't just like come in with such a whiny attitude, then, you know, I wouldn't feel this way. And it's like, okay, homie, stop right there. Like, why is it affecting you so deeply? Why is, why are those behaviors? You know what I mean? Um, so rather than being like, it's everyone else's fault, Vicky the victim, um, being able to kind of take my finger and point it back at myself and say, okay, why is this bothering me so much? How can I own this? How can I use this as an opportunity to grow? Yeah. How can I take responsibility for this? What part of what part of this? Blech. What part of me needs to be healed right now? Puke and rally. It's how I feel about that. Yeah. To and tell people a couple of questions that I want to ask you are: What was the when was the first time you felt this way? What age were you when you first felt triggered by this? When you know when. I'm trying to think of when I get triggered, which is often. No, me too. Um, like when people when people say things to me about my weight, I get triggered. Mm-hmm. When people say things to me about you know the way Same. I look, maybe yeah. I get triggered. So when I first felt that way, it goes back a long time, and it goes back into my childhood. I have a good like, example. Yeah, go ahead. So you said the weight thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really felt like I was, like, fat or overweight or anything. And But me and my cousin were, like, constantly working out. Like, when we were up there from North Carolina, like, we were just bored and we'd work out. Um, but anyways, I remember. It's actually my best friend of all time, Sarah Hardman. And um, we were in third grade together. And she wasn't my best friend then. And she would never say anything like that to me now. Um, but we were at a birthday party, uh, like a... a a pool party and I was sitting and she was like oh my gosh you have a roll here a roll here and a roll here and I just remember thinking like 
oh my God, like I'm fat. You know what I mean? And so now, like I actually think that a lot when I sit, I'm like, oh, roll, roll, roll. Like if I could just be flat, you know? Um, And so when people make comments about my weight, I think that's kind of what I go back to is that idea of like, wow, like people know, people know that I'm not actually skinny or I'm not actually an athlete that deep inside. I'm really just this like fat girl who's like waiting to come out or whatever. Oh my God. And this goes back to that last episode, y'all identities and changing that belief system, right? Mm -hmm. It goes back to that. Everything, everything that we talk about, it's all intertwined. Yeah. Like there's, you can take parts of our episodes and connect it to a different episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, this goes back to, you know, like, uh, am I really the fat girl? Is that true? No. 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 Just chubby. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Y'all, that was not conducive to your learning. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) But no, like, it's not, it's not yours. It's not true. And you have the ability to rewrite that. And that's important, but you can only rewrite that by taking responsibility for it, by taking ownership that this is something that I've identified with. This is something that, you know, I'm ready to let go of. And even like in identifying with that, right? So as far as like the behavior, and I don't know that this is necessarily 100% true for me, but um, it could be. It's something I haven't really dug into, but um, when I do feel like I'm gaining weight, right, it's... it. Feeling like the fat girl, like there's a fat girl inside of me who just never stops eating, right? That's another like belief, um, then leads me to eat more. And because I tell myself that story, then my behavior is then, well, everyone already thinks it and I already know I am. Um, and I do love food, so I'm just going to binge eat. I'm just going to keep eating. And, um, and then you gain more weight. And so then it's just this like self-fulfilling, vicious cycle of you're the fat girl, so keep eating. You like food, so keep eating. And then you keep eating and then you actually gain weight. And then you just confirm that belief about your yourself that like well I've always just been the fat girl she's just coming out now why because our mind is collecting evidence to support whatever we focus on whatever thing we tell whatever we reach that whatever whatever we tell ourselves like I'm the fat girl your mind is gonna go okay let's collect more evidence to support Mm -hmm. that I eat because I'm fat and I'm fat because I eat and if we can change this the powers if we can change this I'm sorry it's okay (laughs) but if we can change this we have the ability to take that back Mm -hmm. and like no I'm not the fat girl like but there's a belief back there that's driving that behavior yeah so we need to find out what that belief is when was the first time I felt like this why did I feel like this what caused me to make me feel like this and what's my story around Mm -hmm. this and how can I shift this it goes back to changing belief systems too like how can I shift this story how can I shift this story? And if this, this, uh, by doing this, you take your power back. Yeah. You take your power back because you are not the fat girl. You are not that anxiety. You are not the depression. You are not anything that, you know, you are not unworthy. You are not defective. You are not unloved. You are not, you are not any of those things. Mm. So by taking responsibility that this is how I feel, this is simply something I am experiencing. Mm. This is not me. You take your power back. Um, I have another example. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you done with me yet? Go, no, go ahead. <laughs> so like when people at work or in my life do things that I consider like attention seeking, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it drives me up a wall, like up a wall. Um, but what's funny now is the image, like as you're talking of why do you feel like that, like coming into my head is um, 
in high school, um, me and my best friend were just ourselves and crazy and whatever, but there were people who would be like, wow, you guys are such attention whores. whores. You guys are so annoying. Like, why are you attention whores? Um, and so now in the back of my head, it's, I'm still me and I'm still outgoing, but I'm like, you're an attention whore. So when other people do things that are attention seeking, I'm like, wow, that's so annoying. Like, mm. don't do that. Like, and it's almost like you're annoying when you do it. So other people are even more annoying when they do it. Um, but just to give an example of where it's, it's stemming from, right. Being called an attention whore and kind of feeling like I had to, um, you know, put out some of my fire at that time is now me trying to put out other people's fires of behaviors because I think that they're attention seeking. Oh, whatever. so good. Yeah. So good. And it goes, I got you. <laughs> so I have to, I feel like I have to sing it every time. So good. So good. <laughs> Don't mind her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I quit today. I quit. But it, yeah, it just goes back to it's not about the other person. Mm-hmm. It's always about you. And it's always about something that you experience. They just trigger something within Willow. you. Willow. Sorry. They just trigger something within you. Like, and it, you get to simply heal. You get to heal or you get to be triggered. Yeah. And if you are triggered, you're going to react. Yeah. Whereas if you heal, you can react through love. Yeah. Like, okay, what part of me needs love right now? What part of me feels this way? What part of me feels so uncomfortable? And how can I communicate this to the other person to let them know exactly where I stand and let them know what's going on truly within me? That's so good. And I actually use that in conversation. Someone had called me the other day and they started kind of like gossiping about someone else. And um, obviously gossiping is not a cool thing to do, but we all on a level do it. And it feels acceptable because culture, quote unquote, says it's acceptable. Um, it also so, meets our need for significance. Exactly. And so I, I was starting to feel bad. And then I'm like, so I'm talking to them and they're you know talking about this other person and all the stuff they do. And I was like, hey, well... I was like, my life coach told me that um, when we get super annoyed or like triggered by stuff something else does, it's usually because there's a part of us that hasn't healed yet. Um, it, and I didn't say it to shut her up. I said it to get her to start thinking, right? Um, and I was like, so I'm really, I'm really trying to practice being more patient um, and being more kind with the people that are really, really bothering me because um, what is it about me that I need to heal? Um, and I think she like actually got it too. Well, you know, in that moment, who knows? if she carried it forward it's more or less just planting a seed um but that was even helpful in that conversation to um you know what what started in gossip was like okay we're gonna cut that cord right now what about you needs to be healed Mm -hmm. and when you kind of make it about them and their their healing it's kind of like then the gossip stops and you're like oh weird yeah because what now yeah because the thing that you're gossiping about the other person is something that needs to be healed within you. Yeah. You see you see something in somebody else that makes you upset because you notice that within you. And it makes you feel inadequate or unworthy or unlovable yeah. or whatever. Reminds you of where you're struggling. Yeah. And you know, looking in the mirror and taking responsibility and taking ownership for that, it hurts. It yeah. stings. It's uncomfortable. But it's so necessary for yeah. your growth. And it's so necessary for you to transform into the person that you want to become. Yeah. Have we talked about this? Mm-hmm. So in, in your, with your advice, how does one then go and change that behavior? Right? Um, so, and I think that everything comes back to habits, right? And I think that so many times, um, 
so many times we think that we're in slavery or bondage to something when really it's just a habit that's rewired our brain. Um, and when I was reading the book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, if you haven't read it, I highly suggest it. I might re-listen to it. Um, it talks about a guy who had memory loss. So he couldn't remember <laughs> my dog's itching himself right now. Are you done? <laughs> okay. Um, so he had memory loss. Like he didn't know where he lived. He didn't know how to get home. Nothing. He didn't know anything. Um, however, the part of his brain that created habits could still operate. So it was so interesting while he had no memory, people could ask him where he lived and he'd say, I don't know, but they walked every morning. They would wake up, go on a walk, walk the same exact route every single day, every single day. Um, and so one day the wife stopped doing it. And he would leave and he would go out without her. And she would freak out because how's he going to find his way home? His memory is gone. Um, but same thing. He'd go out. He'd walk. He'd come back home. He'd grab a snack. He'd sit in his couch. He'd just do this. And then they'd be like, well, why'd you do that? And he'd be like, well, I don't know. I have no idea. It just, I just did it. Um, and so that's how we operate in life, right? So you guys have created these, these habits to responding to triggers, to changing your belief systems. All of those things are habits. Um, and this is all about renewing and rewiring your brain. Um, and so again, being intentional of the more you do something, um, the more it will become natural to, to do it. Um, but at the same time, the stuff that you're doing now, feels so hard and feels like slavery because you've made it a habit. But once you can create a new habit to replace that old habit, a new, a new action to replace the way you reacted to that trigger originally, then it will come like second. It'll be like second nature, mm-hmm. um, responding in a healthier way. And so it's almost like you, you always say, be, be non-judgmental, be kind, be curious. Um, and when you get a trigger, right. Um, no matter how you react to the trigger in that moment, initially being able to say, kind of stop in the middle of it and say, okay, this is how I react, but this is how I want to react. And then you just practice it. Right. And then slowly, but surely now it's, you're not fighting that old nature anymore. It's just, I get triggered and now I don't even have to respond. Actually, it gives me joy because of whatever. It's, it's a muscle. Like we get to re we get to develop that muscle. You can't go to the gym once and expect yourself to have like perfect abs or perfect biceps or whatever. Right. So the same thing goes with our mind. We can't, we can't heal from one trigger and expect us to never get triggered again. It's a a never ending process. It's a never ending like muscle that you're trying to enhance, that you're trying to grow, that you're trying to develop. And it's a practice. That's simply all it is. It's a practice. And get in the habit of being curious, right? And being very curious and, and with yourself, like that's a question I always, when I do things, it's like, why did I do that? Like looking back, why did I do that? Why did I react that way? Why did that happen? Um, and asking yourself those questions. Cause even if you can just create the habit of asking yourself those questions, then when the situations arise, then you will learn to see it as they happen. And that's when you have the power to make the differences. Okay, now I see the trigger. I understand my trigger. I understand that it's happening right now. And now I have the choice to react in this way or to react in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't know. I guess I just feel like everything comes back to habit. Like your life is a series of small daily choices, including your triggers, including your belief systems, including gratitude. Um, everything comes back to that. Like your success is found in the things that you are choosing to do daily and habitually. So important. Yeah. So, so. important. 
So yeah, um, I think that's a good place to kind of like wrap up on mm-hmm. that one. Um, but seriously, you guys, if you guys have questions or have anything that you, you want to discuss, I don't know that we've um, decided what we're going to talk about in the next two weeks um, after this. But we'll let you know as soon as we do. Um, but it'll be good. Trust me. And you and you want to hear this. And from a coaching perspective and, and from a perspective of someone who has, um, you know, tried to do the work and is struggling with some of these things that she's teaching already, It's it really is cool to kind of see both ends of it. Um, but yeah, always be kind to yourself. Be curious. Be non-judgmental. And the way that you treat yourself, treat others, right? So when someone comes to you and, and they trigger you in some way, be curious and kind to them as well. On a note, while we're getting on this, treat other because it's just triggered something in me. Triggered. When you when you hurt people, hurt people. Preach. So if somebody is saying mean things to you, imagine what they're saying to themselves. Yes. How can you have compassion for that person? That's good. How can you open your heart just a little bit more and give them the love that they are desperately wanting? Yeah. Because healed people don't go around hurting people. So good they go around lifting up others they go around helping inspiring like you know lending Mm. out a hand right and the people that go around just hurting everybody they're hurt inside Mm. they're hurt misery loves company hurt people hurt people it's all the same it's all the same so how can you open your heart just a little bit more and how can you try and have compassion for them and that's really 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 important yeah Awesome. And I think that's a good place to end. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Um, so we love you guys. We um, love you. If, you. if you like this podcast, if you like this episode, if you like um, where we're going and what we're discussing, right? Share us, like us, review us, do all of the things. Um, we're Sun Happens Podcast on all the social medias. Uh, Montana has her own individual social media. It talks with Tana, um, T-A-N-A. Um, if you're um, looking for her anywhere, that's on Facebook. It's a Facebook group and an Instagram and handle. YouTube channel and YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, like you know, do the thing and remember, sun happens <laughs> when you can't find it. Create it. All right, bye, y'all. Bye.